When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the second hour of the Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard is not here, as you can tell. I'm Bob Sansevier, and I am joined by... JB. Melissa Kirk. Andy Brant Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we will be right back with a scintillating hour. Hopefully. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake, and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. (laughs) She's going to be at the Minnesota Zoo tonight, 7.30. And you're going to be rocking because you're near there. The Tom Bernard Show is back. I'm Bob Sansevier filling in for Tommy and Catherine taking a much-deserved day off. And now, so how far do you live from the zoo? Um, Just probably less than a mile. So I can hear the amphitheater. Do, Do you hear, like, the animals squealing? Every once in a while, I'll hear a wolf. Really? Oh, yeah. I can hear them howling. What other no- animals have, like, big bellow- bellows? Uh, well, they have bears there, lions, Have tigers. you heard the lions roaring? No, I haven't heard the lions. The only animals I can hear from there... Are the wolves? Yeah, are the wolves. We hear coyotes out where I am. Yeah. Well, we have coyotes. We have so... It was they're so free-range f- coyotes. <laughs> it was so funny because when we, we moved midwinter, and um, Dave was at the house, I was at work, and he texts me. He goes, oh, my God, honey, we have velociraptors in our backyard. I'm like, what are you talking about? He sends me a picture. There's like 10 turkeys in our backyard. <laughs> I thought they were velociraptors. <laughs> well, he's not used to it. He, and then, of course, this whole beginning of the summer, I've had turtles laying eggs in my yard. I mean, every, every time I go outside, there's a turtle in our yard laying eggs. 
digging up holes. And then um, there's we have snakes, we have deer. So it's a oh, you're a country girl. <laughs> I know in Apple Valley, but yeah, it's it's a night. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We love it. Um, I mean, we can bike to the zoo if we want to. So have you? Not yet. Have you been to the zoo since you moved? No, I ha- I've gone to the Minnesota Zoo so many times. <laughs> But um, typical, you live right around the corner. Well, I'm not going there today. It's yeah. way too hot. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the animals are all just. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they, they actually have this really cool new. It started last year. I brought my boys there. Uh, it was during the solar eclipse that we had last year. We went to. We were like, oh, let's go to the zoo. It'd be a fun day to go. So we went to uh, the zoo, and they have this new area where they have kangaroos. And you just walk on this path. There's no fence or anything. The kangaroos can come right up to you if you want them. Mm. And yeah, it's it's kind of cool how they have it set up. I don't know if they have some type of uh, electrical fencing or. They must what. because kangaroos aren't very nice. Yeah, they're well, they're they're not that big. They're punchy. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of a. I I was like, wow. There's you just walk on this path. And there's kangaroos right there. I mean, it's... Are you sure they weren't wallabies? No, they have both. They, they have both. They oh. have wallabies. What's the difference? They wallabies are a lot smaller, smaller and nicer. Yeah, oh. they're a kangaroo, just a miniature version of yeah. it. But, um, yeah, it's it's kind of neat. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out at the Minnesota Zoo. But you should be uh, doing marketing for them. <laughs> oh, I love the zoo. Wow. I, I'm bummed, though, that they... the do- Actually, just a couple months back, the dolphin that we had at... Uh, the Minnesota Zoo, I think his name was Simu. Um, he just passed away a couple months ago, and um, he was like fifth, no, fifty-four. Dolphins something. live that long? No, oh. they don't normally. In captivity, they actually live to about uh, twenty-five, and I think in the wild, like twelve. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so he outlived, but yeah, but yeah, he passed away at the San Francisco Zoo. That's where they shipped him to because we were having sort of like the nursing home. Kind of, yeah. But he was a. Fu- I remember him. He was such a fun dolphin. Yeah. So yeah, they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should introduce yes. or have our guest introduce herself. Oh, hi, I'm Andy Erickson. I'm a stand-up comedian, and, and I love animals. Well, this is perfect for you, Andy. <laughs> Andy, now. Um, what threw me, and I apologize because no one told me that Andy was a woman. I was thinking, <laughs> but did you ever think of going with the I? Honestly, I st- I was Andrea all my life. I got a job at Walmart, and they gave me my name tag, and they said I could be whatever I wanted. And I decided to be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> you went with the A and I did. I just thought it would be cool. I liked it, yeah. yeah. Well, now you, you're going to be, uh, you're, you're at Acme. You're yeah. at Acme tonight. Tomorrow. Do they have you doing the Sunday thing, too? No Sundays. That's yeah, she's good. got an 8 o'clock show tonight and 10.30 and... Tomorrow, eight and ten thirty. You are going to be packed. Just be, you know, even if you weren't funny, which from everything I've heard that you are, you're going to be packed anyway, just so people can get out of the heat. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so cold in there. It's like too cold. You'll love it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? You know how to market. Yeah, I'm, I've been wearing a coat on stage. I'm not even kidding. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Well, Andy, after that plug, you you could probably just stand there and say nothing, and people are still going to enjoy it just to be cold. Well, yesterday, I was giving out Swedish fish at the beginning of the show. <laughs> And then I had them take a bite and pass it back, thinking, like, they won't do it. They did it. People were sharing candy and passing it to the oh back. Is that honestly? So, so that's another selling point. Minnesota nice. Yeah. <laughs> now, is this, have you done uh, the Acme before? Or you... yeah, yes. This is my second time headlining, and I, I was went up house MC and then feature headliner. So are, are you, where are you from? Are you a uh, Minnesota gal? Yep. I'm from Ham Lake, Minnesota. Oh, no, I bet you're the funniest woman ever at a Ham Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my mom. <laughs> oh, you got it from it's a genetic thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, you were on the show um, over five years ago. Yeah, I remember. February well, 2013. Yeah. It was so fun. How does Minnesota, because there's a lot of comedians that have come out of Minnesota. I mean, do you ever do like an informal poll of how, many, how it stacks up against other states? Of similar size in the country because there's a ton that come out of Minnesota that are good. I don't know, man, but it's so true. It kind of comes in like waves too, but like San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Boston, Austin. It's like we're lucky here though because we have great clubs and we can work at all of them. Like there's no like com- com- competition clause. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, so do you? Uh, do you? How much do you travel? I travel. Uh, I'll be in a different, maybe two or three states a month. 
Yeah. Oh, wow, you do travel. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly colleges, so I'll do usually just a couple shows no, so a month. You actually do college scenes. Too. A lot of people know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I make friends with all the kids, and we talk. We show each other pictures of our an- stuffed animals and our cats. <laughs> we talk wizards, and then yeah, I just I'm doing it to make friends. <laughs> now, do you know Brian Miller? Yes, I love Brian. Miller. And Brian's great, but he had told me, and I want to ask you yeah. this question um, about one of the most uh, oddest places he's ever gone. He didn't know when he was booked. He drove in, and it was a white supremacist bar or, no. or the comedy club what is the one that was the strangest venue you ever did oh my gosh well i did a backyard uh anniversary show and they were like you don't need to use a microphone so i was just shouting at a family like, <laughs> like a wedding anniversary yeah and there wasn't very many huh. people there and it was isn't it in a backyard and they asked like oh they wanted to pay us with a check they're like is that fine and i was like please give me cash so <laughs> i know that this goes mm-hmm. through <laughs> or but, paypal yes or paypal <laughs> that was pretty fun well it's, you had a chance to work on new material perhaps Oh gosh, no! You don't do new material. material. Not with an when anniversary. You're bombing. <laughs> yeah. You just do the best stuff. Oh yeah, it was like forty-five minutes, and I was like, "Was this early in your career?" Yeah, a couple years in. Have the same manager that's booking you. <laughs> I booked that one myself. Oh. <laughs> On Craigslist. <laughs> yes. Well, how did they hook up with you? Facebook. They they got my name from someone, and they asked mm. a few comedians, like, "Hey, do you want to do this gig?" And like, people were giving them their rates, and I like. Mm accidentally like undercut everybody because i didn't know i was like i'll do it for a hundred bucks you left off one zero yeah i know absolutely <laughs> but like other communities like oh yeah i offered them 500 and then they were gonna work with me and then i said 100 and they switched i was like i'm so sorry you could have had it at 475 or 490 499 no i mean i would have done it for a bag of jelly beans like (laughs) i wasn't very smart (laughs) so when did you i mean you started doing to do brian had said because he does i do uh the bs show and he said he did it for a few years open mics oh yeah until he felt comfortable how long was it for you before you felt you were ready to go on stage uh, well, I, I did, I wrote jokes for two years. For others or for yourself? For myself before wow. ever going on stage, like two years. I tried to audition for Last Comic Standing. That would have been my first time, but I didn't make it in because I was too far back in line. So then I tried Acme a few months later. You, your first comedy thing was going to be? Last Comic Standing. <laughs> you and didn't know that they had professionals no, doing it. No, I had no idea. I thought all of them were new. I was just like, I can do this. And I'm so glad it wasn't my first time because then I never would have done comedy because I would have bombed and they would have made fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> would have been bad. So, so who, who's like, in your mind, who are the comedy legends of Minnesota? Louie? Yep, Louie Anderson, absolutely. Um, I just ran into Nick Swardson last night. And he Instagrammed, or on Monday, actually, he Instagrammed that I was going to be at Acme. And I was like, yay. Yeah. Did you know him? Or I've you met, met him, him a before? few okay. times, but anytime I see him, I pretend like we're best friends and just kind of hope he goes along. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw him the other day, and I was like, what's up, Nick? And I gave him a hug, and I'm like, he probably doesn't know what I who I am, but I was like, whatever, like a baller, just walk up to him. <laughs> so, so did Nick contact your dad, or did he just blow through town again and not contact your dad? I don't think he ever did, no. <laughs> <laughs> he does yeah. that a lot. Those days are over, yeah. <laughs> so I was wondering, yeah. other than Minnesota, what is one of your favorite states to go and perform? You know, because I've never seen comedy outside of Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know. Okay, so on tour on Last Comic Standing, I got to perform um, – 80 shows in 90 days oh in, God. like, 40 states. I know. It was doing taxes that year was awful because I had to pay taxes <laughs> oh, no. in, like, 40 states. But my favorite state, I mean, was probably Hawaii. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, it was so fun because everyone in the on the island is so, like, thirsty for entertainment. So they're just mm-hmm. so happy you're there. And they have the same, like, network TV commercials. So everyone on, the, on all islands knew who we were. So we just felt like celebrities. Wow, I've never heard of comedy out of I know. hawaii all right no they don't really do comedy there much because it's expensive to fly people mm-hmm. there so were you were you on the main island or were you on uh honolulu or were you in, on maui or we did honolulu maui and Kauai. okay because i'm yeah. in maui and, yeah. and honolulu when i went to maui in the late 80s and there was no nightlife there was one oh, yeah. hotel that had like a disco or that i guess then it was a disco <laughs> but 
there was nothing on the island. Yeah. No. Would you find that too when you went? There was maybe a little bit more because like our comedy shows, I knew that that was going on. Yeah. But those only happened maybe a few times a week. But there was no movie theater on the island. I don't. I Maui. Don't, really? Yeah. There probably is now. I but would, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but also Honolulu was. I mean, there were nightclubs, but yeah. there there wasn't a lot anything else to do. I don't think there were many comedy clubs then either because I was yeah. looking or wanting yeah. to go to one. Yeah. Well, that's so funny to think of like a nightclub closing at like 7 p.m. <laughs> just like, yeah, good night, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we've had it. So, so you're uh, you're at the Acme. What do you have next week? Do you have something next week? It sounds like you're busy every weekend. You got yeah. an anniversary or something. Next week, <laughs> uh, well, ne- my next big gig is in July. I'm performing at the National Marfan Foundation Conference. It's the heart condition that I have. So you have Marfan? Yeah. Ooh. Have you heard of it? I I have, and you don't you don't have the symptom. Oh the, my gosh, I have all the symptoms. Not your eyes. My eyes, kind of. No, well, their eyes are supposed to be like brown underneath and like sort of oh, not baggy. But honestly, I you're you, tall. I'm very tall, and <laughs> yeah, I have that's long one of them. fingers. Oh yeah, giant fingers. Um, skinny. I have scoliosis. Um, like all well, the fun things. Yeah, I have all the heart problems, vision mm. problems. But yeah, I guess I don't have the eye one, which cool. But and I'm right about the eye thing, right? I don't really know the eye thing. I thought it was like no, I thought it was like brown, sort of brown under, under, the, the under the eyes. Yeah, and I don't know what the pallor under the eyes. Yeah, Let's see. I haven't heard that one. But Marfan syndrome. Yeah. Uh, you're right. There are eye things. It's like it's lens like, dislocation. Yeah, lens are dislocated. Oh uh, well, there you go. Uh, strabismus. You don't have strabismus. What's that? Um, Cross-eyedness, basically. Oh, no, I don't have... I'm not cross-eyed. Sweet. Um, he was just checking to see if you knew it was strabidness. <laughs> what was it called? Strabidness? Strabismus. Strabismus. Um, I have... There's, like... I have stretch marks all over. That's a sign. No, you don't. Not visible. <laughs> well, you have stretch yeah. marks on your face from all of the stretching. <laughs> no stretch marks on my face from all the smiling. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very tall. And then, yeah, it's the fingers. You can do, like, these tests with your fingers if you're... Oh, yeah, if you can wrap them around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's freaking out. <laughs> I mean, See, oh, my gosh, your hands don't even touch. Well, is it supposed to? Yeah, no, you're good. You what, is it, what is it, thumb yeah. and... Thumb what? and middle finger. There's like wrapping around. The knuckles around. wrap. Oh, the yeah. knuckles? No. Yeah. yeah. Double wrap. I just have really small wrists. Wow. Yeah, but let me even see. I don't even think you... See, but you don't have long fingers, so... No. I have long fingers and small wrists, but they still don't. See? Uh, Look at that. Yeah. You guys don't have a heart condition. This is so exciting. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> or at least not Mar fans. I don't know what else you can Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, what, uh, I mean, what are you doing to... We'll, we'll talk about it certainly more. Mm. We'll take a break, but I, I just yeah. want to, what I want to ask you is... Not to take it away from the comedy, but what do you huh. do to, to manage it? Because I mean, oh, it, it, yeah. it's a I mean, it's a disease that yeah. that does get people at a young mm-hmm. age sometimes. Not all the time, right? Yeah, a lot of people they you can die instantly if your um, aorta dissects. So like the part oh that God. makes our heart aortic is dissection is scary stuff. So crazy, and, it, and you can just die instantly, and it just yep. feels like getting hit in the back with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. So, but what's great is if you get um, diagnosed with it, you get put on medication that. Like oh, almost okay. immediately saves your life and gives you a an average lifespan. Okay, well we're we're gonna talk more about that and uh, cool. great. We have a comic to come in to talk about one of the most deadly diseases <laughs> for tall people. But we'll take a quick break. The Tom Bernard Show will be right back. This is Tom for Flow. For the past thirty five years, Flow's passion to invent a better way has created some of the finest recreational products available. Flow's Cargo Max trailer line is a perfect example of their innovation. This trailer is redefining the utility trailer industry. They start with a strong aluminum frame and then add a thermoform polymer bed. It gives you a nearly indestructible one-piece trailer body. And since it's molded, it adds style that the trailer industry has never seen. They even beat it with a large sledgehammer at 20 below zero to prove how tough it is. Best of all, you'll never worry about dents, rust, rot, or paint. Visit their website at floeintl.com to find your local dealer and to see videos of this unique trailer, including a video showing hockey star Ryan Suter shooting pucks at it, trying to break it. You'll quickly see how Flow has earned the reputation for quality products and offering you more for your money. Flow, a better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down 77 pounds, and in a couple of weeks, I'll do one more round to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did 
by attending the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It's on Monday, July 23rd at 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. I'll see you there. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is it's just so easy. I am never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods, too. That's important. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you'll lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on July 23rd. Just call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. The Tom Bernard Show is back. Tom and Catherine taking a much-deserved vacation. I'm Bob Sanser. JB is here. Melissa, Andy, Cassie. Yes. Winifred. Winifred. Whatever you like to call Why did you go by Winnie? I don't know. My mom and my dad just called me Cassie. And or Fred. Or Freddie. That would have been cute. No, um, I didn't know I was. my name was Winifred until I like started school. I was like six or seven years old. What's your middle name, Cassandra? No, it's Cass Stevens. Cass Stevens? Not Cat Stevens. <laughs> Cass Stevens. Cass Stevens. It's my mother's maiden name. Oh, and that's really? how they got Cassie. Uh, my grandfather was in the Navy, and his they nicknamed him because his name was Charles Montgomery Cass Stevens. And he they was named Cassie. him. No, he went by Cass. They just okay. called him Cass. See, my mother was Winifred, but she went by Sissy. My grandmother is Winifred. She goes by Jakey. Nobody goes by Winnie or Winifred. Hmm. So, but as a mom of how many how many boys? Three? I have three boys. You're Mama Cass. I'm Mama Cass. <laughs> and our very special guest this afternoon is Andy Erickson. Yes, happy to be here. My middle name is Kay. So what's, what is the first name, Andy, the, the given first name? Andrea. Uh, Andre, not Andrea. Andrea. It's Andrea. You Dang it, fancy. you caught me. <laughs> You're fancying it up. Yeah. Now, you were telling, and we're not going to stay on the, you know, the your maladies. Yeah. But, Marv, so you are, because you're taking medication, mm-hmm. it's, it, I guess the stories I've read about people, it's, a lot of them have been athletes that have yes. died. Yes. They did not know until afterward. Nope. But to me, there are the mm-hmm. telltale signs, though. Yeah. Like you just showed about the, your fingers. And to me, I'm trying to remember who the athlete was. Isaiah Austin. No, it was a woman who died. Flo Hyman. She was a volleyball player. Maybe. How long ago she died? Like in the 80s, I that think. That might have been her. Yeah, she died in the Olympics while playing. Because she was tall. Oh. We're tall. So like people are like, yeah, play basketball, play mm. volleyball. Those are so dangerous for us. Yeah. Because if you get hit in the head, you can go blind because your retinas can detach. If you get hit in the chest, your heart can explode. <laughs> See, you know, and fairly or unfairly, I always wondered about Kevin McHale. Because he was very mm-hmm. tall, and he also had that. The, it looked like he had the little yeah. circles or darkness under yeah. his eyes, too. Yeah. But, I mean, I've never heard of him having it. But you said medication will. Oh, yeah. Medication is helpful, and then they monitor your heart, and then you can get preventative heart surgery. Like, I had my heart surgery when I was nine. I've had back surgery. Eye surgery. I did have a lens dislocate, so they removed it. Um, you just you need constant like you seem to, for somebody with scoliosis, you have very nice posture. Oh, well, I have metal, on it? metal rods in my back, so I have no <laughs> you choice. Have no choice. <laughs> I would love to just slouch right now. <laughs> <laughs> so how, yeah. how far do they go up your back? I don't even know, but, like, it's pretty, pretty long. Yeah. Can probably. you predict the weather? Yeah, I, I can predict when... Uh, there's a metal detector nearby. No, people say. I mean, people say when they've had when they have something either yes. in their body or they've had joint issues that they can tell when the weather's getting bad. Oh, the expansion of the metal or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, can know. you like put a magnet on your spine? It's actually not magnetic. It's titanium. <laughs> I've tried though. Yeah, it's probably titanium. Like, or, yeah, it's titanium. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't go off in metal detectors, which yeah. is great. Cause now, did you, yeah, because otherwise. I fly a lot. Yeah. That would be awful. Oh. Did you go to college yourself? <laughs> yeah, I went to the University of Minnesota. Okay. Then that, I wanted to ask JB <laughs> about this. Uh, what is there a reaction around the the, uh, the university that Oregon State won the College World Series and that was the team that knocked out the Gophers? they feel any better about it or is it yeah, not really? Not really. Because yeah, they <laughs> lost to them in the Super Regional and then they right. came back and won with that. That guy who never should have been on the pitching staff, by the, in the view of a lot of people. Well, I that I, I I still go back and forth about that young man because that was something that was supposed to be sealed. 
Yeah, but it's his reaction the way he handled it when he talked about uh, that didn't, claiming it didn't happen. He only said it to keep the family harmony while the mom of the, of the, of the child is not real happy with him and says that's a crock. So I'd be more inclined to believe her than him. So and he was accused of, ha- of assaulting his, uh, his, was it his niece? I thought it was his cousin. Her cousin. It was yeah. someone, you know, a younger, a much younger child. But anyway, I'm not going to, we've already brought up Marfan syndrome, so <laughs> we don't need to get I get love bringing it up. Because <laughs> no, awareness saves lives. So. Do you do, do you do a, a 10 minutes on it? On, I do. No, do you talk about it in your, <laughs> I do. You do? After being on Last Comic Standing, the Marfan Foundation reached out to me and they were like, this is so great because so many kids don't really have role models with Marfan syndrome because a lot of them are sports players and they find out they can't play sports. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. were just excited to have someone doing something that the kids could do. So have you been at shows and looked at someone and said, Marfan? I've had someone come up to me after the show and go, I was listening and I think I might have Marfans. And I had like a brochure. It was while on tour. And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, I think you do too. Mm. And she but had no good. idea. She was like... She was just kind of like thinking about it because like she was like, yeah, I've had scoliosis, I've been really nearsighted, I've had I've had some like chest pain and things well, how, like how that. How do you work it into the act? I was kidding when I brought that up. Oh my gosh, I talk first. I talk about how big my hands are, and then I kind of go from there with some of the symptoms, and I just share kind of some stories. So do you do? I mean, what you did here? Do you do? Who can do this? Where you wrap yep. basically wrap your fingers around your wrist? Yep, I have everyone in the audience try. No I, one just can do like it. we did here, and well, so far, but. I know. I, I try not to scare people, but I'm like, if you can, <laughs> come Have back you ever, like, tossed some pills to someone when you were up there? Um, was no, it that been that bad? But once I was on a cruise ship and a man forgot his heart medicine and I had the same heart medicine and we talked to the captain of the ship and they're like, yeah, you guys can share medicine if you want. Propranolol? <laughs> no, but I am on Propranolol. Oh, my gosh. You guys are so cool. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Yeah. It was um, warfarin, actually, blood mm. thinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should actually have a stump Andy segment. You would be able to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I think when you have, you know, chronic uh, diseases yeah. and ailments, it's it's best to find the humor in it. Because, I mean, like with my Crohn's disease, it can be very taxing on you. And you, you sometimes you hit this depression, especially if you're, like, in a having a bad couple weeks with it. And you just get so tired of not feeling good. Um, so it's always good to, I mean, with mine, we have a lot of bathroom jokes. But... So, yes. <laughs> so if someone were to say to you, Cassie, you're full of crap, you could say, no, I'm never full of crap. I'm never. <laughs> I'm always clear. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we always, we I love it. I think if you find the humor, especially with um, chronic ailments, I think it helps um, with your health to laugh through it. You know, so it's good that you do that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'd worry about offending people, but the people with Marfan syndrome, they just love it. Like, yeah. Like, I make fun well, of being tall. Well, they get it. And yeah. Yeah. How tall it. are you? I'm six one, which is tall for a girl. So did you play bat sports or I basketball? did for a year, and I was so good because no one could grab the ball from me. <laughs> but then when they caught up to my height, I was like, oh, I have to practice well, now. <laughs> I was diagnosed with Crohn's. They gave me this card, and it, and it says that I have Crohn's disease, and it was basically a bathroom pass that I could oh, use yeah. a bathroom, like if it was in a private business or something, and I had to go. I could show them this card, and they would have to let me use the bathroom. So it was the mo- I'm like, that's power. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, look how irate. I, can I actually go to the bathroom anywhere. I got my own dorm room with its own bathroom when I was in college oh, because I had the Crohn's awesome. diagnosis at the time. Well, that worked out well. That was yeah. really nice, <laughs> extremely nice. Yeah. yeah, but you didn't have to share. You know what? You should tell it. kids learn from this. Mm-hmm. Tell your doctor you need a you need the diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> if you want your own bathroom. Yeah, we get the first class bathrooms. And... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I've gone to concerts and it sometimes you'll feel like some shame in like having a disability, but like it's, when I'm having a bad day, sometimes I can't even get out of bed because of my back pain. And I've gone to a concert though and got ADA seating and I got to sit during a concert and I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Like, I, so I say, if you've got 
a health condition, take advantage of it. Like, come on. Like, do you have the the hang tag for? Uh, do you park in? Because you do. You are disabled with the um, back and everything. I don't have that. I imagine one day I I might need that. Cause sometimes like I get dizzy when I stand and I like fall over or like, mm. and I just have I have duralactasia and so like I it, like I get numbness in my legs and like that's I'll, what I'm sorry, Andy. What is that duralactasia? It's like a sack of fluid on my spine. And that kind of comes, 70% of people with Marfan syndrome have it. It's either 70 or 60 or, I don't know, something wrong there. So a lot of people have it with Marfan's. Hmm. But, yeah, you guys are learning so much about health. <laughs> I've never I even heard of well, that. Well, about Marfan, yeah. I mean, because I think a lot of people don't know about Marfan mm-hmm. syndrome. And I didn't know about it until that athlete died. Yeah. And Isaiah and there Austin were, There just, were a few, yeah. Just got diagnosed. He was going to be drafted into the NBA, and they caught it. But I think now he's playing over in China. Um and yeah, and and me, <laughs> and there's a few others. Yeah, Austin Carlisle and the band of mice and men. He has it. Yeah. So all right. So when you you do talk about that, do you uh, when you're out uh, in different states, how much of what you do do you try to tailor for that? I mean, do you write jokes just for each college or each region, or is it just pretty much off the top? Yeah, I have. I'll kind of like I'll ask like the students if there's any like fun like school secrets or like rituals and things like that i'll try to get dirt on like the professor sometimes (laughs) and try to do some inside jokes and i'll do like my midwestern stuff is my favorite midwestern colleges because i can talk football i can talk vikings i can go into pontoons (laughs) Pontoons. pontoons have you ever gone into a college like a very uh like there aren't you know there aren't many of these but very left leaning college and tell them right off the top, I love Donald Trump. Then win him back <laughs> to see if you can just win him over. No. Challenge mode. That sounds awful. Put yourself in a heart, you know. Put yourself against them at the yeah. beginning, and then own them by the end of it. <laughs> I, do, I do not like. I know comedians who do that. No, I try to just win them over at the top with Harry Potter stuff, Pokemon, Power yep. Rangers. Get them on your side, and then keep them on your side, and then make them be your friend, and then never upset them ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't. You're not a very political comic. No, then. I have some political jokes, and I'll tell them. But like, I just. It doesn't – I get anxiety when I think about it and even when I get in debates on Facebook. And I feel like it's just not good for my health. Like mm-hmm. the stress is just not good. Like I tried. I was very involved and I still do. Like I donate and I'll post every once in a while. But like it – I just – So which of the houses would you be, be in? Yes. In Harry we, Potter? Let's talk about Harry Potter. You, you would not be a Slytherin. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm Hufflepuff? So, no. Who here is a Sliver, Slytherin? Okay, good. I would be Ravenclaw. Me too. I'm Ravenclaw as well. Mm. I saw that you were in blue too, so it's great. <laughs> it's Ravenclaw color. <laughs> okay, just based on what you a little bit you know about all of us, what mm-hmm. houses would we belong in? Okay, brave Gryffindor. Okay. Mm. Sneaky Slytherin. <laughs> Sneaky. JB is Slytherin because he doesn't talk much. Mm. Gryffindor. Because you look fierce. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. So Andy's a, he's you've already confirmed he's Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. absolutely Ravenclaw. So I have no house. He's a nerd. I don't know. Are you a jock or a nerd or just like a nice guy? I'm a nice guy. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, you can be a Hufflepuff. I agree. What do I have to be to be the Gryffindor and Ravenclaw sound a lot better? <laughs> I thought there were only that's three true. houses. There's four. There's four. Oh, that's right. The four hats. <laughs> you want to be in Gryffindor, you got to get your jersey out and get fierce. Yeah, so Gryffindor, fierce. which one was he in? Potter. Potter was Gryffindor. Gryffindor. <laughs> well, who's in Ravenclaw? Who got stuck in that one? Luna Lovegood? No, she was Gryffindor, too. R- Ravenclaw isn't really represented very much in the books. Yeah. That's what I That's what I thought, because I don't remember hearing. Okay, so his allies, they weren't all Gryffindor. F- for a lot of them were. A lot were. of them were, yeah. Almost all of them. But where did his other allies come from? As the, as the books went on, he had a lot more mm-hmm. allies. Uh, Well, let's see. Yeah, Hufflepuff. He even had allies in Slytherin after. Yeah. Slytherin time. is like it's yeah. like most of the bad guys come from there, but they're not all bad guys. That's kind of yeah. how it is. I went to a um, wizard camp where adults get to pretend to be wizards for a weekend, and you get sorted into houses. And I chose the bad house, and it was so fun. Mm. <laughs> oh wait, Luna was Ravenclaw. She was. Okay, good. Uh, so was Cho Chang. Okay. Um, Harry's girlfriend. This is so nerdy. I love it. Like, <laughs> See, I was never into Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm more into like the sci-fi and oh, Marvel cool. and all that. See, I love Doctor Who. <gasps> I haven't seen Doctor Who. Is oh, that nuts? Oh, you have to. I heard it's so good. 
If you have Amazon Prime, it's all on there. It you know, is? Mm-hmm. You know what okay, I like the best of all the Harry Potter movies? Hmm. The newspapers that had videos on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, to me, was technology that we should have. I loved when they did that. that JB, is... did you watch them very much? Never watched anything. So this never... is lost on you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. The only thing I can tell you about Harry Potter, how much money I spent buying the books for my son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I never seen the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, I, he never did. Oh, I watched them because of my kids. See, my I, the only thing I know is like what my stepdaughters have told me about Harry Potter. I just don't have the time to sit. I mean, with all the kids I have, I just don't have time to sit and watch a two and a half hour movie at home. Unless I'm sick. Yeah, he refused to <laughs> watch the movies, but he read all the books. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess the the, the books were, but they had to be pretty damn good because she made a bundle on them, and They're then the movies so good. Well, and they got like double the thickness every book. <laughs> Literally, That's the true. book got thicker. One of the, these way days. more than the last book. So, will there be a <laughs> reboot like they did with Spider-Man, a new one? Honestly, I think J.K. Rowling doesn't want that to happen, but there's got that's got to happen. It, it, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be just terrific. Maybe his kid will do because he did have kids at the end. And by the way, the Tom Bernard Show will be right back. That's three times I hit Chris. the post. <laughs> Whoops. We are here with Chris Lindahl. What's the latest? Chris Lindahl Real Estate, the real estate brokerage, is finally here. We've declared our innovation independence. Your innovation independence. You're you're dressed independently today. I will tell you that. That's you look good, man. You look great. Thank you. And we also have something super exciting for KQ listeners. We are going to give away a free listing side commission now through June 29th. How does that work? So, so we're going to sell someone's house for free. What? Yeah. That's yep. pretty good. Yeah, and it's just a way of saying thank you. And KQRS has been amazingly supportive to the Chris Lindahl brand and now to Chris Lindahl Real Estate. It's a way for us to say thank you. It's also not a bare-bones offer. So everything that Chris Lindahl does to get you top dollar for your house, we're still going to do. And we're going to do it potentially for free for one listener. Now, how do people get that done? How, how, how do they qualify for the – was it a drawing or what is it? Yep. So it's, so it's a drawing. So you can go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. And you can click on the free listing side commission giveaway tab to sign up. Or you can call 763-401-SOLD. That is a wonderful thing. And when, uh, when do they need to do this buy? So the deadline is June 29th. June 29th. And how do they do it? They go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K or call 763-401-SOLD. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support during our transition. We're super excited and we're bringing innovation to another level. It is a wonderful thing. Chris Lindahl. Thank you. You're a good man. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back. The Tom Bernard Show. I'm Bob Sands. We're filling in for Tom. He, he and Catherine are taking a much-deserved, not needed, deserved day off. JB is here. Melissa, Andy, Cassie slash Winifred, Freddie, <laughs> and funny gal, Andy Erickson. Now, is that the right spelling of your name? E-R-I-K-S-O-N? Yep. Great I, job. You know why I like that? Because hmm. you don't need the C. No, you don't. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't do a damn thing. <laughs> so why even waste it in your name? You know, I've never heard anyone say that, and I'm but so behind true. it. Yeah. K's are funner to write. Yeah, they're not. They are. <laughs> Spurly swirl with a little leg. Yeah, you don't go. need that. 97 <laughs> of the... Of 253 episodes from the first six years of Doctor Who are gone. Mm-hmm. So almost like over a third of the first six years of Doctor Who just gone. Wow. I mean, gone. They don't. They're exist. gone. Yeah. How does that happen? They deleted the archives because they didn't think that anyone would want them. Oh. They what they did, I think, is that they. <clears throat> what was it um, made? Well, sixty-seven. Yeah, it was back in the sixties. Like kinescope. I mean, how did they not save those? Well, what they did is, I think, to save film, they just retaped over. Oh my god! Yeah. Episodes. Yep. So. Yeah, because they were like, nobody else is going to watch these again. Holy cow. However, all 97 of those survive in audio form when people recorded them. So there's audio form. There's audio of them. So I guess you could like re 
recreate them if you wanted to. But Make them yeah. a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what they exactly. did, though, yeah. is they revamped uh, the Doctor Who series again. Um, I'm not sure exactly when it happened, but um, the first Doctor, which would have been the 10th Doctor, was with Christopher Eccleston, and he did one season, and then David Tennant took over, and he did, like, three or four seasons, and then Matt Smith. And I never then, heard of the show. So you're you talking never heard of Doctor Who? P- Peter Capaldi, or, yeah, uh, who? Capaldi <laughs> was the last Doctor. Now this uh, fall or winter, I can't remember if it's December when they're going to re- uh, do the new season. They finally Is this like have... the Bob Newhart character on uh, Big Bang Theory? No, it's actually really, it's got a lot of humor in it. It's kind of like a mixture of Star Wars and Star Trek. And With quantum really bad leap. special effects. Quantum leap. A lot of quantum leap stuff. <laughs> yeah, because it's, tra- it's time travel. Oh. And uh, the, there's going to be the new doctor this season is a woman. She's the first woman doctor. So they've been doing it for all these years? They did. Yes. They went 1963 to 89, and yep. then they stopped. Really? And came back in 2005. 2005, so. yeah, that's when Christopher Eccleston. In 2005, where do you find it? You can uh, find them on Amazon Prime if you are, and it has all the episodes from when Christopher Eccleston started. Is it high tech? Um, at first it wasn't. As no, it gets the, the sixty three to eighty nine seasons are all very, no, very is. cheesy and low tech. So if I liked Quantum Leap, I would like this show. You, I think you, I think you would love like David Tennant and Matt Smith. There's a lot of humor in it. But there's also serious moments too. So I love uh, serious moments. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's a good do, mix. Yeah. It's not just all serious or just overly like trying to be too funny. Yeah. It's just a very good mix of. It, it almost had that feel of like that old children's show, Land of the Lost. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it, it. So you've seen it too. You are. I saw it, and actually, it was always being played on PBS. Mm-hmm. Oh, because BBC made it, right? Yeah. And BBC is also public television, so that makes sense. And it was actually originally meant to be a kids show. Yeah. So I mean, but it's oh yeah, if you it was. If, if you see some clips from like the really really early episodes, it's like imagine like if Sesame Street did a sci-fi segment. That's basically <laughs> yeah. how how it's, it's high quality those, it was. Yeah, it's cool. one of those things where it's so cheesy, it's good. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just love how campy this yeah. is, you know? The 2005 revival tried to make it more, you know, for older audiences. Yeah. Melissa, well, are you with me on this? Because you haven't spoke... Have you watched it? I have. Um, oh, I'm I, the only one who has it. I, <laughs> oh, I haven't either. I haven't really... But I haven't heard it. My God, look at those fingers. They're so damn long. <laughs> I haven't really gotten into it, but yeah, I had I'm a lot of really... friends that were really hardcore about really? it. Really? I yeah. mean, when it was on Netflix, I mean, my my roommate in college, she just mm-hmm. one after the other, Doctor Who. Yeah, people seem to either they don't care or that consumes their lives. She still every time I mean, she sees a TARDIS, she walks into it. <laughs> a what? It's called. It's a tele. It's basically a telephone, telephone booth. booth. It, that's, that's blue. The doctor's it's a TARDIS box. It's that, a TARDIS. Yeah. Now that shows oh, up box. on. Um, the Big Bang Theory. Sure, come on in. Be quiet. <laughs> well, you, we've lost that chance of being quiet. <laughs> but that the tar- that booth or whatever you want to call it does show up on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. So of course it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. sit down. Let's take a seat. This guy looks a lot like a punter I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's related to him in any way. Possibly. The blood test is uh, another Uh-oh. blood test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg Coleman in the house. <laughs> And uh, well, Greg Coleman is here. Hello, hello. Andy Erickson is here, and Greg's going to be with us for the uh, the entire next segment. But jump right in now. Now, okay, let, well, here's what they're talking about. Okay. Did you watch the Who? Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. <laughs> Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. You familiar with that? Because I'm, I'm not. I'm familiar with the name. I didn't watch. I didn't right. watch it. Because I'm like the only one who hasn't apparently. Or no, you haven't. Me and you. You're very familiar it, with but it. But I've heard of it. But it's apparently started in like the early '60s, mm-hmm. and it's been around for. Since then, yeah, with a, with a, what a uh, a thirty year gap, but yeah. Well, but yeah. I thought you said the eighty nine to two thousand five. Yeah, that's almost thirty years. Ninety nine oh nine. I mean twenty years. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that long, but I was just uh, it's it's I'm flummoxed by it because I had no idea it had been around that, that long. That was during my PBS days where I would watch Doctor Who, SCTV. SCTV. PBS. SCTV was was on on PBS. Yes, it was run on PBS. See, I never would go to that channel, so I had no idea. And there was something else I would watch on there. Oh, the Avengers. 
was also <laughs> the Avengers too. Oh yeah, yeah the Avengers with uh, Pete. What the heck was his name? Patrick yeah, Magoon. Yeah, Magoon or Goon? One or the other. And one or the other, and and her and her Emma Peel. Yeah, that's, that's her character was. name. Now you both. We were talking earlier because obviously, Greg, you grew up in Minnesota. Yeah. And that we were talking to Andy about it. Minnesota's had a really good number of comedians come out that i mean it's it have either of you figured out why you look great <laughs> yeah i guess it's, it's it's cold most of the year so you got to try to find a way to make yourself happy or make yourself laugh you know maybe that's it or else i don't know just there's been a, a lot of clubs around a lot of places to get stage time well comedy thrives on bad weather too yeah just just like when your shoulders are up the whole time you got to find something to like relax yourself mm-hmm. a little bit um yeah, it's been good. We've been fortunate to have a lot of good comedians come out of the area, a lot of good writers. There's even people who are in Minnesota who are from Minnesota, moved away right away, and kind of blew up. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that you were from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. This person writes here. They're from Minnesota. And there's a lot of Minnesota to L.A. transplant. Mm-hmm. That I know that happens. Yeah, so. we're quick to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very quick. Well, based on what you just said about the shoulders being up when it's cold, Shoulders should now be around your ankles. Oh, so, it's so what, hot. How bad is it now? Because I came in at 10 o'clock here. No, it wasn't. Yeah, about 10 o'clock, and it wasn't that bad. Has it hit the 109, or does it feel like it, it's like that now outside? You just came in from outside. Yeah, right? it's, I got my water. I got my preacher sweat rag. Like <laughs> it is, yeah, it's hot. It's getting up there. It's going to slowly get hotter until about, I think it's going to peak at 4, at yeah. about 100. 10 uh, heat, I was gonna peak heat at index, 8.30. So not like, oh, you know. 8.30? 8.30. It's going to be so hot, can't go outside, oh, the, the, buy tickets to our shows. Yeah. Just in case, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, we got AC. 8 o'clock, 10.30, <laughs> both of those times, the yeah. weather's going to, you, you'll die if you're not in a comedy club. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This I is, guess. now the owners, like you, Lewis Lee owns uh, uh, Acme, right? Mm-hmm. And who, yeah. who owns the uh, um, Royal? Uh, Hopkins. Uh, no, uh, Mike. Well, Mike both of you should get on the phone and say, you better have an AC repairman on call. Because <laughs> if we lose the AC, it's going to be I bad. I cannot imagine That's losing a... AC right now. Yeah, as long as they buy the tickets, it's all good. <laughs> we'll all be in there sweating. <laughs> it's fine. All right, that's, a, that's a good way to, yeah, that's a good way to... buy the tickets. You don't got to show up. Just, you know, we'll be all right. We got ice. Do you, do you two know each other? Is it the first time you've yeah. met each other? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so no, she was... Back. Are you a big Harry Potter fan? I uh, I tried to I watched two Harry Potters in my life. I watched them both on a on a road trip on the bus All on right. a tiny little thing. So it was tough. Like it was tough for me to get into Harry Potter. Well, Andy, please let us know what house would she was telling us what house we'd each be from. Absol- what house? Would Absolutely I be, Gryffindor. That's the I got yes. Gryffindor socks. Yes, <laughs> I got Gryffindor socks. I no did. Way. I, I got them. I was in uh. Or Universal Studios, and oh, so I was like, cool. I wish that I was into it, because everyone looked like they were having such a great time. I was like, yeah, I want a cape and a stick. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not a stick, it's a wand. Yeah, it's a wand. So okay, wh- what makes him Gryffindor? What was it about him that you said you put poor JB in Slytherin? <laughs> oh, you're Slytherin over there. <laughs> Only thing I know, I had a, a student working for me last year, and he was on the University Quidditch team. <gasps> Really? No I did a story. Way. Worse than that, I did a story on the Quidditch team. <laughs> Except they, they, it's like riding. It's like a kid riding a little, you know, broomstick and calling it a pony. <laughs> oh, well, kind of, yeah. Oh, it was, well, you remember the 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 pony hat that was on a stick when yes. we were younger? Yeah, Best it's like that. Yeah. But it's, it's a broomstick, yeah. you guys. It's probably like a firebolt or a <laughs> Nimbus two thousand. Nimbus two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I would put streamers on mine. I'd make mine so fancy. Mm-hmm. You're Gryffindor? Huh? Or what is yeah, it? What I'm, a, I'm a Gryffindor, you're I guess. A Gryffindor. What makes us Gryffindors? We're you're fierce. Fierce and bold, and you take chances, and you don't do your homework. No, that is true. I don't <laughs> do my homework. She told me I'm a Huffinpuff. Huffinpuff. <laughs> what? what is it called? Huffin, Huffin, Hufflepuff. 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 As long as you're not a sit and spin, you're fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. So, well, it's good to know that we're, we're what houses we all would belong yeah, into. Yeah, we're geeking out this hour. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so all right, we'll find out much more about you, but we were asking her of places she's gone. Do you do a lot of colleges too, Greg? Uh, I've done a couple. Not a whole lot just yet. Uh, they won't let me back. No. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's uh, so Mark and I'm trying to get into a couple of the colleges I've done. It's been fun. There's, you know, a couple things you got to do before they open up those doors. So I'm trying to. Well, when you do colleges, because Andy's done quite a few of them, do they bring you in for like one night, two nights, three? I mean, how long are you actually at a college? One night. They fly <laughs> one you show, in. One show, one night? One well, show, one night, 50 minutes. Right. Really? <laughs> Yep, they fly. you don't have an MC. You just you get is your hotel. Is there a warm up act? Or nothing. Nothing. It's just you. You go up there and you go, "Who's excited?" And they're like, "I guess we are." <laughs> you <laughs> got a cool. night, Andy? That's fan. I got lunch. I had to do a, a, <laughs> a lunch. Yeah, I had to do a lunch. Oh, man, what cool. is it in the cafeteria though? It was outside of the oh, cafeteria. No. See, I like the cafeteria because then if the kids are doing their homework, you can talk to the kitchen staff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like extra audience. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And they, they pay pretty good, right? They do, yeah. yeah. They pay more than 100 bucks, like that anniversary you did. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> she was telling us she did an anniversary once. To give him the, just the quick overview just of what you did. In a backyard. I actually I took Ben Sandell with me, <laughs> yeah. and I said, I'll split the money with you. If you do a half hour instead of 10 minutes so we could split the hour a little more, he went yeah. up there, did 10 minutes, and then just left. And I was left <laughs> with the next 40. For a family, um, and they didn't even have a sound system, so we were just shouting at a family. Just yelling at people. Yep. They're like, this is what Thanksgiving yeah, is. I know. And tell them what you could have had. You, she, she told us she oh, undercut yeah. another so, comic who, how much did that one want? I didn't know. Like, it was another comedian. I believe it was Mike Brody. Mm-hmm. He was offered the gig, but they'd asked a few comedians, and they asked us how much we would charge. And I was just like, I'd been doing comedy two years. I was like, I don't know, 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. But Mike Brody had uh, offered him 500 and they were going to yeah. do it with him. But I <laughs> way <laughs> undercut him. But I was like, you shouldn't just pick a comic who has the lowest price. Like, pick someone who knows. <laughs> What they're doing. And then you split your fee. <laughs> then I split it with Ben Sanchez. Probably cost more for fuel to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he left. That's, he that's left, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's comedy's weird. There's no rules. I wish there was a union. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike Brody's a weird individual. <laughs> he's pretty cool. He's, he's very nerdy. See another yeah, Minnesota bread comedy? Yeah, yeah. There's he, so many of them. He has a very. Uh, uh, very Knowing laugh. <laughs> if you've heard Mike's laugh before, you would. Yeah. It's a very. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> if you get him to laugh, it's like, all right, yeah, that's Brody right there. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? We need to set things up now. Both people, you have your choice. I, I would say, depending on where you live, you don't want to be in the car too long because it's probably hot as blazes. So if you live. Well, wherever you live, Andy's going to be at uh, at Acme, mm-hmm. Acme Comedy Club downtown. So, if you want to go to Acme, you go see her. Yep. What mm-hmm. times your shows? Eight and ten thirty. Eight and ten thirty. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Greg, we're going to talk more about you. But you're, yeah, for sure, you're at the Hopkins location, the Royal. What's the give me? What's the full name of it? Royal Comedy Theater. Royal Comedy Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you it, also eight and ten thirty? Nah, I'm just I'm eight a, I'm eight p.m. That's it. Mm-hmm. One well, is then done. Then they can go to yours and head yeah. over to ten thirty. <laughs> All the Gryffindors come see me. All the Ravenclaw. Uh, yeah, me. all the huffing puffs and slapadors, <laughs> and then go see her. Labradoodles. <laughs> well, ten thirty. There's a lot of great comedy yeah. going around in this town. Well, that yeah. works great. And, and Andy, thank you so much, Andy Erickson, for uh, for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back. And Greg Coleman will own the hour on the Tom Bernard Show.